If you're wondering if you're the person in charge, you're probably not the person in charge, right? If you're going, oh, I, what do I, no, no, no. <laughs> the person in charge is gonna be the one who either has the vision or has the answers or probably both. Hello, and welcome to the Creative Solutions Podcast. I'm your host, Isolde Trachtenberg. Whether you're writing the first sentence of a story or solving the climate crisis, you need to think in new ways. On the show, I interview peak performers who are coming up with those creative solutions. Through creativity, action, inspiration, and innovation, they're changing the world. I also bring you ideas and techniques that you can use to unlock your potential to do the same. And now, let's get to the show. Hello and welcome to the Creative Solutions Podcast. I'm your host, Isolde Trachtenberg. Thank you so much for being here. Today's episode is going to be sort of the first of a two-parter. This first part is all about the preparation, the lead up to a book release event, because that's what I'm doing right now. And the second part will be a sort of a breakdown post the book release event. And so the book release event that I'm going to be talking about is Creative Earthlings Media's book release of Inner New York Minute, which is a microfiction anthology from the vegan writers of New York City. And as the person who is the founder of Creative Earthlings Media, I am doing the work to get everything together and ready for the book release event. Now, the book release is happening on February 21st from 6.30 to 8.30 p.m. at the Organic Grill in the West Village in New York City. Why is that important? Well, it's important because this is a book release for a vegan group who are writers. And so as part of getting together where things are going to go, there's sort of a little checklist. Do you want to uh, have a vegan writers group book release event at a steak place? Of course not, right? So when I was looking for the uh, sort of the perfect event space, I wanted to go somewhere where the vegan writers group meets periodically because the, the whole point of this is that they're not writers who only write about vegan issues and, and uh, subjects. Instead, they are writers who happen to be vegan. And so uh, the meetings always take place at some vegan restaurant or other in New York City to not just improve writing skills, but also to give support to the restaurants and cafes that are all vegan in New York City. So as part of sort of the checklist of what do you need to do to prepare for a book release event, you have to do a bunch of stuff. But one of the first things that you need to do is sort of know what your timeframes are going to be. In other words, you have to decide that the the book will be uh, in your hot little hands before <laughs> you actually have the release party. I've heard horror stories about that, that uh, someone went, yes, we're doing a book release event and the book doesn't arrive. So you need to know for sure that you've built out enough time between when the book actually, the, the physical paperback book or hardback book is uh, going to arrive is going to be before the actual release event. Because can you imagine going, here's the release event, but we have no copies of the book. And then what do you send everybody their copies? It just becomes 
a nightmare. I I just want to say it that way. So when you're starting to plan an event, if you're an author or if you're a media person or a marketing person, you have to be doing sort of a blitz about all of this way before any of this stuff, right? You need to be talking about the book. You need to be talking about it in lots of different ways to lots of different people to sort of generate buzz. But on the practical level, you need to know that when you've scheduled the book release that you're going to have copies of the book. That's one thing. But I sort of got ahead of myself because first and foremost, when you're planning something like this, before even the sort of zero, now now we're going to go with zeroths instead of first, you need to know who the buck stops with. You need to know who's in charge. If you're wondering if you're the person in charge, you're probably not the person in charge, right? If you're going, oh, I, what do I, no, no, no. <laughs> the person in charge is going to be the one who either has the vision or has the answers or probably both. So be aware of that, that if you are in a situation where you're going, I don't know what to do, you need to know who the person in charge is. But if you realize that you need to have the vision and the mission in your head and planned out and ready to delegate and direct, if you have a team of people working with you, then you're the person in charge. And that is so important to know when there are so many moving parts like a book release event. Okay, so you're going to need to know who's in charge. You're going to need to know you're going to have the books. And it goes without saying that you're going to need a kick-ass cover and a great uh, editor, right? You're going to need to you're going to need to have someone who's edited it professionally as much as possible. Now, I uh, how do I put this? Full disclosure, I do edit books for people. I do line editing and copy editing. And uh, if someone comes to me and says, it's already been edited professionally and all I want is for you to format the book and maybe do the book release or maybe do the book cover or something like that, then, you know, by gum, I can do that. But as much as possible, it the, the onus falls on the authors for independent publishing of any kind to go ahead and get all of that stuff done. And editors are not cheap. A good editor is going to cost you some money, so save your pennies and get that done. And if you decide that you're going to not edit it uh, with using somebody else, for example, you're going to edit it yourself or you're going to edit it with just you and your beta readers or you and your friends, that's a valid decision. Just know that you want to make sure that you have this done and set as much as possible as professional as possible, because if it's not, then you're then you're going to be facing an uphill battle. I mean, let's face it, most books that are put out by anybody who anybody who releases a book, unless it's one of the major publishers, they don't make money. Right. It, it. I'm being as honest as I can. Most books sell maybe a few hundred copies and that's it. So if your book hits and it's doing great and it's selling really well, that's terrific. But let's call it what it is. And especially since we are living in the land of Amazon, if Amazon likes your book, if a lot of people buy it on the first day, and if the release really uh, hits, if you will, they will raise it in the algorithm, more people will see it, more people will buy it, and you can end up being an Amazon best-selling author. And I know people who've done it, and they turn themselves inside out to to do that. I'm going to give you free this and I'm going to do a half an hour webinar and I'm going to come to your house and uh, record your outgoing voicemail message for people. So <laughs> on your phone so that, uh, you know, so that you'll you'll support my book and, and you'll give me a review and da, 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 da. and it, uh, reviews are absolutely crucial on Amazon. But I'm not even talking about that. I'm talking about the physical book release event. So 
you need to still have that kick-ass cover and you need to have great editing and good copy and all of that. And then you need to make the book release a fun event, right? You need to figure out for yourself what is going to be fun for the people who would come to your book release event. Now, the Vegan Writers of New York City, since there are 10, I believe, collaborators, basically, yes, I've asked them to invite everybody they know to come and and be part of the event. But also, uh, you know, what would vegans want? Well, vegans would want vegan food. So we're having it at a vegan restaurant. Vegans would want uh, something possibly vegan related, you know, vegan related. So we're having a raffle, for example. And the raffle is all vegan-related prizes except one, right? So the Organic Grill, our our hosts, have graciously decided that they are going to uh, offer up two, not one, but two $50 gift certificates at, to the raffle. And, uh, and there are going to be uh, vegan-inspired and animal rights-inspired shirts and keychains and postcards and things like that. And uh, for me personally, I'm going to be giving away a copy of each of my books or raffling off a copy of each of my books and uh, also an astrological birth chart. So that's that's a little out of left field, but again, it's still fun, right? So it's important to look at this as a, as a way of going, okay, what... What kind of fun things can I think of? I thought for this, would it would be really fun to have vegan-inspired prizes for a raffle. And then to make it go even a little bit further, I'm not keeping the money for this. All the money we raise for the raffle is going to go to two very deserving animal welfare organizations. One is the Red Robin Song Animal Sanctuary. And the other one is Wild Tomorrow, which is uh, an organization that is doing wildlife preservation in Africa. So you can see how this is a way of enticing a bunch of vegans to come and be part of this and participate in the raffle and perhaps even buy a few copies of Inner New York Minute. So there's that. Then you're going to want to invite everyone, everyone you know who might be interested in coming to this event. And don't be a pest, but definitely make sure that you repeat the invitation a few times. And one of the things that I've done on social media is I have created assets that invite people to the event. And then also I've created like uh, Instagram posts and TikTok and and Twitter and Facebook and things like that. That's not just uh, inviting them to the event, but also this is the raffle prize you could get. This is a raffle prize you could get. This is a raffle prize you could get. So anybody who's like, oh, I love the organic grill. I definitely want to be in the running for that. And the psychology behind that is if they come to the book release, they could win this $50 gift card. And to make things a little bit more uh, sort of positive for the book release event itself, you have to be present to win the actual uh, prize, right? You have to be there. You can't buy a raffle ticket in advance or leave before we do the drawing. You have to be there to to win the prize. Okay, so that's that's the invitation part. Then write press releases. You're going to need to write press releases and really the way to to do press releases now is yes, you need the immediate hey, who what when where stuff, right? How, why, all of that the journalists want, but also you need the why. What's in it for the people who might come? That's that's such an important part of press releases nowadays. So it's not about just about the give me the facts and only the facts. Add in the little hook that will go, okay, this is the other thing you need to know. And it is important because 
people, especially in New York City, don't go unless it's going to be fun or they're going to get to meet cool people or it's something they believe in or about. Uh, that That's when they come out, right? That's... <laughs> that's when they're going to show up. They're not they're not going to go, oh, I'm just going to show up just because. Every once in a while, the person who's doing the inviting is is uh, compelling enough that people will show up. But mostly they want to know that they're going to go and have a good time and know that there's that there's going to be something that they can believe in or stand behind and get behind in order for this to become something that's important to them. Okay. Uh, as I said, then create assets for Instagram, TikTok, etc. and make them native. So you can't put a, an Instagram real into TikTok. TikTok algorithm doesn't like that. It'll turn it away. And also remember when you're creating a TikTok, put the captions on because the algorithm actually looks at all the words that are written on the video and title your video and and have great hashtags and all of that. That's for another time. I'm not going to go into all of that right now. Okay. Then as far as the venue itself, as I said, you want to choose a venue that, that wants to work with you, right? The Organic Grill, the, the owners are phenomenal people, and the food is great, and I they're centrally located, they're right by the subway, they've supported the writer's group before, and uh, Vlad and Olga are just terrific, so we are so thrilled that we're getting to uh, to host the party there. And also, you, you want to be sure that you, again, don't make a pest of yourself, but remind them. For example, today, I went to the website and I realized that our event, which is taking place in just a few days, wasn't listed in their upcoming events. And so I just went, oh, hey, uh, just, you know, there's something you need from me. And there's a psychology at work here, too. It's not about their, nothing is their fault. It's not their fault. It's it's up to me to go, okay, did I chat with them about that? Because I didn't know that they had an upcoming events portion of their website, but now I do. And the next time I host an event there, I'm going to make sure that it, I talk to them about that beforehand. But do you see what I mean? Like, I then had to go, okay, so uh, is there anything you need for me to make sure that that event is up? So that somebody who's going to their website to see what are the upcoming events in the next couple of weeks will see that that event is there. So there are lots of touch touch points, right? There's me going, hey, this event is happening. And then there's me talking to the collaborators and going, okay, share this out. Now, here's the thing. Uh, they might or they might not share the information out. Some do, and you know who you are, and I'm super grateful that you've been sharing it out. And, and and inviting people to come. And some won't. Some simply will go, I'm too shy, or I don't want to, or I wrote this, but I don't want to uh, promote it. And and that's, that's the chance you take when you ask for people to be collaborators. Sometimes they'll show up in big, great ways, and sometimes they don't. And if the buck stops with you, Nobody cares if you're unhappy. And I'm just going to say it that way. You just have to go, okay. And don't hold it against anybody. Don't go, ah, oh, you jackwad, you didn't blah, blah, blah. No, don't do that. In, instead, uh, remember that, you know, everybody's the hero of their own story. So I encourage you to go, okay, this is how we are. This is where we're going. This is what we're doing. And this is all for a good cause. Like, yes, I'm hoping lots of copies of the book sell. But really, what's exciting to me is that it's letting me get Creative Earthlings Media off the ground. So for me, that's part of what this is, is getting to do that. But also hold a raffle to to promote two incredible animal rights and animal welfare organizations. Heck yeah, I'm extremely excited about that. And uh, I don't want to say that I'm even more excited about that than I am about the book release because the book release is a lot of work. 
but I, I'm very excited. And the next time I know that I'm going to, for example, I've just started doing volunteer work with a wonderful cat rescue organization that uh, that rescues kitties and finds them forever homes called Whiskers A Go Go. And if I had sort of thought through, I might have added them as a third uh, organization to benefit. But I, I'm, I'm going to be holding raffles for every kind of event that I do because I think it's so much fun and also uh it's a way of supporting these incredible organizations who are working on shoestring budgets. So I'm making in, inherent to Creative Earthlings Media's uh, mission is giving back in this way, supporting these organizations that are doing incredible work on behalf of animals. So, so then they actually become collaborators too. And Red Robin Song, Animal Sanctuary, and Wild Tomorrow have both shared that the the invitation out also. And I'm super grateful to you, Wendy and Lisa. And by the way, every time I say Wendy and Lisa, I think of Prince. I just do. The Wendy Hapgood and Lisa Robinson are uh, co- uh, Lisa is the founder of the Red Robin Song Animal Sanctuary. Wendy is the co-founder of the Wild Tomorrow Fund. Uh, sorry, they're Wild Tomorrow now. And the, every time I think of Prince and the Revolution, I know it sounds a little weird, but that's it. So, so yeah, uh, I, I'm super grateful to them for participating and for sharing this out so that other people know who are on their lists, right? That's something else that's important is I only have, uh, let's say, I don't know, 5,000, maybe 6,000 direct uh, people on my social. I have more people who are listening to this podcast. And if you're in the New York City area and you're listening to the show, please come to the book release party. But, but do you see what I'm saying? Like if I can get more people with more circles to talk about it, then, then I have, uh, even more people who might come, even more people who might be interested in the book, even more people who might be interested in getting, uh, getting closer to those two animal rights and welfare organizations, or they might be writing a book themselves that someday they'll want to uh, work with Creative Earthlings Media on, right? So there are lots of different reasons to to market that way, to share it out, and to really to really talk about all of this. All right, so then you need to get press. And press means writing those press releases like I've already talked about. But also you can go on podcasts, right? So I've been on a few podcasts talking about this. But remember, podcasts, and you can... You can actually look at and get my uh, my document about how to get on podcasts. I'll put that link in the show notes. Uh, you can get a document and also listen to the story about how to get on podcasts if you want. Uh, and then, because it's important, there are, there are ways to pitch yourself to get on podcasts. And this is straight from the podcaster's mouth, if you will, because I'm as you can as you're listening to this, you know, I have a podcast. So you can get on podcasts, but remember, as I said, that they are usually a few months out. So if you're promoting something that's going to happen in March, you do not want to be trying to get on podcasts in February. Because most of the time, if you record an episode in February, it will not go up until April, May, or June. So right now, for example, I'm recording podcast episodes with the people who are coming on to this show, and their episodes won't air until May. That's just how it is. So for me, I recorded a bunch of podcast episodes about this event back in, I'd say, late November that should be running right about now. So know that. So you can go on podcasts. You can do your own podcast if you want to specifically 
promote things and talk about things that are really important to you and that you love, you can certainly do that. And a little plug for myself, Creative Earthlings Media can help you start your own podcast. If you want to do, if you want to do, you know, just set me up and I'm ready to go, great. But if you want a little bit more of a sort of a premier service that will help you with your cover art and your editing and how to ask good questions and how to set everything up and how to get going so that your podcast shines, we can do that too. So you can contact me and you can do that with the link in the show notes, because yeah, I can help you with that. All right, let's move on. Try not to be a bother, but tell everybody, (laughs) you know, and then there are things that you need to know about the day of. Uh, You need to remind, for example, in this case, I need to remind my collaborators to bring Sharpies for autographs because people want autographs. If they're going to buy things, they're going to want autographs of those things, of the people who put those things out. So let's talk about the day of. First of all, you need to have books, right? If you're putting out a book, you need to have copies of the books. Do not forget them. You need to have business cards, your business cards. And I, and, you know, I print mine on recycled paper and all that, but you still need to have them. And every organization and company who's helping you, for example, for the raffle, I have Red Tail Moon Designs, which is a, a vegan oriented and inspired clothing line is is donating a shirt to the raffle uh, red robin song animal sanctuary is going to be donating diffuser cups there's going to be uh, of course organic grill which is the host but they're also doing the the uh, gift certificates there are lots of different people who are donating things uh, mn john who's an amazing artist and a postcard artist and she's donated 10 animal mostly cat and dog inspired and chicken inspired uh, postcards art cards that you 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 can win so there are lots of lots of potentials there uh and i will have business everybody's business cards who's there is going to be there's going to be like a little place setting if you will at every table of everybody's business card who is coming to the book release uh, to to collaborate with with uh creative earthlings media sorry my brain went for a second okay uh you need to Really honor the people who are helping you as much as possible. The organizations and companies that have decided to uh, participate in this book release and in this raffle and help these causes are fabulous. And I'm so grateful to them that they have done that because it allows me to have a more fun event. It allows all of us to help these organizations, these charities that could really use the help. But it also allows me to build and maintain relationships with all of these different companies. And that's so important because all of this is about relationships. If you don't have good relationships with the people who are helping you, it, you won't you won't do it for long. Let's just call it that way. So build, honor, and maintain those relationships. Remember to bring the raffle tickets, the actual raffle tickets, so that people can buy a raffle ticket, fill out their name, drop it in the, in the hat, and then when you hold the raffle, they will have their, <laughs> the physical raffle tickets are important. You need to bring the square or whatever you're using to take credit cards uh, or print out uh, the Venmo QR code and the PayPal QR code, for example, so that you have you have those easily accessible for if somebody wants to buy a book. You need to bring a hat to hold the raffle tickets. You need to bring Sharpies. You need to bring <laughs> your your helper. In my case, it's my husband. My husband, Rich, is very, very kind and helps me with that sort of stuff all the time. And uh, he's, he's so good about it. And I really appreciate it. Because it gives me the opportunity to not be the only one who has to have 
everything done. He, for example, is going to be the probably the person who does the raffle ticket uh, selling as people walk in and maybe walk around the restaurant at the at a little bit of time to make sure everybody who has the desire for raffle tickets has those raffle tickets. You're going to want also a table, uh, a table for uh, if if there's room, if the restaurant has room or doesn't have room, then you're going to want to make sure that that you bring a little table that has all the stuff on it. And another thing, a sound system, that's something I totally forgot. The Organic Grill has their own sound system. Otherwise, you have to bring one. Now, I have sound systems because I'm a musician, but it's important to remember that that is something that you need. You need a, a boom stand, a microphone, a sound system, and someplace to plug it in so that when you speak, people will hear you so you don't have to shout. All of this stuff is stuff that you need to bring a tablecloth, for example, poster if you have it. All of this stuff has to come with you. You have to set it all up, so get there in plenty of time. If the show, if the book release starts at 6.30, I am going to want to be there by no later than 5.30 to make sure that I can put everything out, set it all up. Now, this is a pretty small event relative to some of the big events that the big five publishers do. They have you know, perhaps days of setup, depending on, on who the author is. For for this event, it's a pretty small, uh, it's a pretty small venue, pretty intimate, pretty cozy, delicious food. And, uh, and so there, I, I, there's not, there's no set pieces, there's nothing, there's no huge seven foot tall version of the book cover, right? Although that would be super cool. Now that I think about it, because if I say so myself, the cover is awesome. So bear in mind that these are all the things that you need to have with you in order to be able to set everything up. Your laptop, in case you have to do last-minute tweaks of anything, if you want to tweak things out, make sure your phone is charged, all of that stuff has to be sort of part of your go-to kit uh, or your go-bag, if you will. Mine is a go-box or a go-tub, but you will still need to bring all of that with you so that you have it all together and ready to go when you need it and then you'll have the event and then you'll strike it and everything will go beautifully and brilliantly well you'll sell lots of books everybody will know about it you'll get more members to the vegan writers of new york city group or your group if you have one whatever it is you're doing and that's actually something else something that has happened as a really lovely side effect is a whole bunch of people have found out about the vegan writers of new york city and have asked to join the group so growing the group and helping other people who are writers in New York City flourish and and blossom as writers and as people who are creating these works of art is one of my missions. Not just New York City. I, I'm happy to work with other people too, but, but this happens to be New York City focused. And I love the opportunity. I was just talking about this on TikTok earlier today. Uh, a few years ago, my husband and I made the move from the DC, the Washington DC area to here in New York City. And uh, I'm still, I pinch myself regularly that I get to live here. It is amazing. It is beyond anything I could have ever dreamed. And it gives me the opportunity to follow my dreams of creating art and helping other people find their own creativity. Whether or not you're an artist, by the way, that's something that I've been thinking about a lot. I think we're all creative. I think we all have incredible imagination. Some of us need a little help remembering or unleashing our imagination. So when I coach people how to unleash their inner creative and really start living that kind of really amazing, juicy life, we talk a lot about that, about having the confidence to do it. And this 
anthology, a lot of the people who are in the anthology, this is their first time in a book. They And a number of people have been like, you do not understand what it means to me to actually be in a printed book, to see my name in a book. And it makes me so happy that I was able to be a small part of that. So I'm hoping that if you hear this, uh, actually, <laughs> now that I'm thinking about it, this episode comes out after <laughs> February 21st. Uh, it'll be out right after. So you'll you'll hear this preparation for the next time, right? But but seriously, the, hopefully it all went very well. Uh, you'll hear this afterwards, but I hope it went well. I'll let you know in the next episode, you're going to hear me talk about the sort of the, the, uh, the breakdown after the event and, and see what happened and what has to happen next. All right. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. This is Isolde Trachtenberg for the Creative Solutions Podcast and for Creative Earthlings Media, telling you that I am thrilled to pieces to be and honored to be uh, talking to slash with you on these topics of creativity, writing, art, and how we can use them to save the world. Until next time, I remind you as always to be bold, be creative, and most of all, be kind. Thank you so much for joining me today. I really appreciate you being here. Please subscribe to the podcast if you're new, and it would mean the world to me if you told a friend about it. Today's episode was produced by Isolde Trachtenberg and is copyright 2023. As always, please remember this is for educational and entertainment purposes only. Past performance does not guarantee future results, although we can always hope. Until next time, keep living what you believe in. Thank you.